you ever get a ticket, but they offered you the chance to go to traffic school? No, I never got that. Really? Did you Did you get a ticket? You just had to pay it? You didn't have another option? Correct. Because we got a buddy of ours, and uh, I saw that he got a, a ticket going 10, it was going 30 in a 20-mile-an-hour zone. So that's 50% high, higher than the uh, limit. So pretty bad. And uh, he says, they gave me three choices. I can pay the ticket, I can go down to court and argue against it, or I can just go to driving school for free. So he doesn't have to pay if he goes to driving school. However, it's about four hours on a Saturday where he can go fight it or pay it. And uh, when I was younger, about 17, I got a speeding ticket, and they made me go to court over it. And I remember I was 17, and when you're 17, everything is funny to you. And, and so the judge pulls me up, just like you see on Judge Judy. I have to stand there and say why I was speeding. And I said, well, of course, I was just making stuff up, I guess. I was like, well... I'm a good kid, and I hate to be late because it worries my dad, so I sped home so I wouldn't be late. And the guy looks at me and says, son, do you think I just fell off a turnip truck? Now, I am about to wet my pants because this is so funny to me. I'm shaking trying to keep my laughs in because <laughs> he said this turnip truck bit, and I, I, you know, I'm trying to keep it together because if I start laughing, I'm going to get the uh, book thrown at me. I hold it together, and he says, all right, you're going to traffic court. I was like, and it's a Saturday, and when you're 17... And they tell you you got to be like an hour away at 7 a.m. That sucks. That's punishment right there, right? And I get to the traffic court, and uh, it was kind of like you said about your health teacher, Daniel. Like, they always made the coach the health teacher. Mm-hmm. And, like, what was, like, a lesson y'all would have? Uh, y'all need to brush y'all teeth. That would be, like, that would be the health class, no. and they say, all right, let's go play some basketball after that. Yeah, that's kind of how driving school was for really? me. Really? Yeah. Guy, uh... Didn't even sit behind the desk. He just sat on the desk, pretty casual. And this guy would be like, all right, now y'all need to use y'all's blinker now. Who here likes to fish? And, I mean, it went on and on and on about fishing. And then we'd take, like, a little snack break, and he'd come back and be like, now when you're following somebody, two car lengths. All right, now, who who, who out here likes to go hunting? And, I mean, it was just all, like, what he wanted to do. So, we so didn't learn anything. Equally bored. It was just punishment in the sense that you couldn't do what you wanted for four hours. We didn't learn anything. He didn't want to be there either, huh? <laughs> no, he, no, I think he might have been in trouble. <laughs> he like, he got in trouble at work, and he had to go teach the Saturday class. Are you sure he was the teacher? He might <laughs> just have been a guy. He might have been a guy. I don't know, but I knew I didn't have to pay that parking ticket. Cody Johnson on 98.5 The Bull with Tyg and Daniel. Good morning there, Daniel. Uh, Tyg, didn't you also read the book uh, 112263? Didn't that's a, a bit of fiction by Stephen King? I think, didn't we both read that book? Yeah, it was the idea that uh, what if a guy went back and stopped Lee Harvey Oswald from shooting John F. Kennedy? So right. it's a John, um, what's his name? Stephen King. Stephen King, yes. Yeah, a very famous John King. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, and it's odd to me that we both read this book. I don't know of many uh, books that many have both read. While he was writing this book, he got obsessed with a song, and he played it in his house so much it almost destroyed his marriage. Like his wife, Tabitha, pulled him aside one day and said, Listen, man, if you play this one more time, I'm going to leave you. Stephen King's wife. He got obsessed with the song. Would you like to try to guess what the song is? No, because I'm gonna play a clip of it and you like I name that tune. How many how many beats will it take you to name this tune? I'm terrible at this game. Just play along. Okay. Okay. I've asked you a question and now I would like you to answer. I thought you said how many oh, beats? Okay. It's this gonna is take fantastic. me about. Why can't we get a scarecrow in here? It's gonna take about four bars, sixteen. Okay. Here we okay. go. Mumbo number five. Oh, well, you that's got easy. that way earlier. Yeah. <laughs> Are you kidding? That's what Stephen King listens to. 
it just for some Hate reason, light, right? it got he got in his head. Right. He's writing this book. Pet cemetery and all that. Not only is this just like Mambo Number no. Five by Lou Bega in 1999, he liked the extended mix. The song's fun to hear like once every five years. And then you kind of got your fill of it. I wonder why this particular one got into his head and couldn't couldn't get it out. I wonder if you're writing novels like he does. If you listen to dark music, is your novel darker then? Because you're in that darker mood? I mean, was... I don't know. We both read this book, and it wasn't a particularly dark book. Yeah, watch, it's kind of... Watch you get now addicted to this song, and then your wife almost leave you, too, on account of it. And this is the guy, what he wrote that, um... The one with Kathy Bates where... She tried to chop that guy up with an axe and stuff like that. Uh, that that was called misery. Yes. Yeah. This is the guy that wrote that. Yeah. Uh, you don't know who Stephen King is? He wrote that one where Jack Nicholson's in the hotel. The Shining. Yeah. Shining. Yes, I wrote that. He wrote many books. <laughs> Meanwhile, to, he's listening to Mamba Number Five. Mamba Number Five. So much so that <laughs> I his... thought he would listen to Nine Inch Nails. <laughs> have you ever uh, gotten a song in your head that you just could not get? You couldn't shake it all the time, man. And when you have a kid, it's worse. That like uh, an extreme example would be Baby Shark find myself, you know, when my kid was real little, going to work, baby shark, you know? And uh, I hate it when that happens. And now you've done something horrible to our audience, and now we're going to be thinking about Mambo Number 5 for the next two days. No, I think that was enough for me. I don't think I would. I don't hate the song. No, I didn't say anything about hate. I know, but I'm just saying that one doesn't get stuck. It's not an earworm, as they say. Mm -hmm. It's not? Not to me. I know what your parents probably have to hear that up. Hot dog, hot dog, hot <laughs> diggity dog. dog. Whatever that crap is, that's got to drive even... you guys nuts. Oh, my God. You know, you could ruin a lot of mornings today, Daniel. You could just play earworms, like just 30-second clips, and, boy, people would come up here try to whip your butt, man. Well, I don't, I don't want that. <laughs> could you imagine getting beat up? And they're <laughs> like, why? Because he like, uh, played that hot dog song. <laughs> <laughs> Man assaulted a parking lot <laughs> over Disney's hot dog song. Yeah. <laughs> Ty and Daniel on 98.5 The Bull. Got a question for you, Daniel. What would you do in my situation? And um, I think this probably happens to a lot of people. It's 98.5 The Bull with Ty and Daniel. Uh, my son and I, we um, he got an interest in pickleball. And so we went and got the paddles. And a lot of the places around Tulsa, the parks, how many Tulsa parks? We have like 130. And many of them have tennis courts. And they're converting some of the tennis courts to these pickleball courts, which I love pickleball. I, I would describe pickleball as tennis in slow motion. Mm-hmm. You hit the ball really hard, and it really doesn't do a whole lot, so you have time to get to it, and then you hit it back, and it's pretty fun, and the court's a little smaller, so the chances of my heart attack are lessened when I play pickleball. And the other day, I'm at a court called Florence Park um, right there on 21st, and I see another dad and his kid playing pickleball just like me. That dad comes over to me and says, hey, man, would you like to play doubles? You know what that is where instead of two people playing it's four people now. Got it. Yeah. And I said, sure, I'd like to play doubles because I, you know, play with my kid. I liked him to play with other kids his age, too, instead of just dad the whole time. And so I was excited about that. And uh, we had a good hour of playing with this, these two dudes we didn't really know. We just met them at the pickleball court. And at the end, the guy says, hey, um, would you like to do this again someday? You know, we'll meet up here. We'll have a time and our kids can play. And I said, I said, Sure. And he says, well, I'm not his dad. I'm his uncle. But here's his dad's phone number so you can call and coordinate with him. 
And even though it was lovely, I would feel so weird calling a guy that I don't know who it is, who's never met me, and say, hey, I was at the pickleball court. Your son was there, and uh, let's get together. I mean, would you call that guy? I probably wouldn't, but um, I don't but think it'd be like a jerk. With it. No, not really. You don't know who this other person, this other guy could be a psycho. You're right. That's true. You don't meet somebody and hit it off with them. They go, hey, by the way, I got somebody else you might like to hang out with. <laughs> <laughs> you seem like you'd like my friend you'd never met. So uh, here's his number. How about my brother? So I've got this number in my phone. I don't know what to do with it. But I don't want the little kid to think I didn't enjoy, you know, like our time with him either. How old's the kid? Eight years old. Same he's, age as mine. He's forgotten about you. You think he's just <laughs> thinking about you still? You think you're like Santa Claus to him? He don't care about you. Okay, I won't call he's him. On, he's on to the next thing. All right. Zach Bryan tickets are free this morning at 740. Welcome in to... The Tiger Daniel Show, 98.5 The Bull. Hello, Daniel. You know, yesterday, Tiger, I was telling you that uh, in my house that I just bought a few months ago, I've, you know, I got all the major furniture. Now it's time to start the decorating a little bit. And you've been over to my house. It's almost like a prison in there. It's just a couch, the coffee table. I don't have a bunch of stuff hanging on the walls. Uh, no decorations whatsoever, almost. And I have a, a dining room area. And I thought, well, I'll put a small dining room table in there. And I'd also like a one of those old record player radio consoles you know like back in the day like in the they gosh, sit they like look like 70s furniture. and 80s they yeah. sit on the ground and you open different cabinets and one's a record player and one's something else yeah they're they're really cool and it'd be nice for like you know for all the entertaining that i do to yeah. uh, put on a record and open those doors in the fall and all that be very nice so i got on facebook marketplace and i start uh, looking around and i happen to find one now i'm not so good with money. I'm pretty terrible at making decisions sometimes. Mm -hmm. So I found what I think to be the item here. I'm going to describe it to you, and then I'm going to describe a couple of red flags that I've just seen. I'm supposed to go get this thing like today. Oh, you've already engaged this person. I've engaged. Uh, I almost went and got it yesterday, but then now, uh, upon closer examination, a few things are uh, a little hinky. A little hinky. I would okay. like you to uh, weigh in on it. So it is a record player, radio, and eight track player. Says that it all works. This was my father-in-law, so I don't know a lot about it, but I do know it works. It's in Tulsa, 15th and Yale area. I don't deliver, and I only take cash. Mm -hmm. No red flags there, right? Seems reasonable. Um, the picture looks pretty good. I mean, of course, it's a, it's an older piece because it is an 8-track player with a radio and a record on it. Uh, $250 what they're asking. Mm -hmm. I messaged, and I said, you know, the best I could do right now would be $200. And the seller goes, I could take 200 Then I get up and I look at uh, I look at the uh, thing today. Now I'm supposed to go get this thing after I get off work. Listed 24 weeks ago in Tulsa. That's the red flag to me is it's uh, 24 weeks ago. But it's a very niche item. Like not a lot of people are seeking that out, I don't think. 24 weeks on Facebook Marketplace is a long, long, that's a long, long time. That is uh, almost half a year. You That's probably could months. have talked him down more if he's that desperate. And also... Half a year. 15th and Yale area. That's not too far from my house. Turns out it's this is somewhere in Sepulpa. Hmm. Is it because on Marketplace they uh, they don't... I don't think they give away... I don't know if that's a red flag because I don't think they give away the address until you actually contact the seller. But 15th and Yale in Tulsa is way different than Sepulpa, isn't it? Mm, yeah. And also 24 weeks... That's an extremely long time. Are you nervous about going out there and getting this no, all No, not alone? really. I just don't want to waste my time or theirs. I mean, there's got to be a reason it's been up there for 24 weeks, right? 
Well, maybe just nobody's looking for that item. Are you concerned at all that it's a trap? Because I do hear about that where, you know, they say, let's meet up in this gravel parking lot, and the guy's got money on him, so let's just take no, the money. No, because it's at a thrift store in Sepulpa. It's oh, not, okay. It, All right. well, I, I don't have different. to go, like, go to the abandoned farm. I'm, I'm excited for you, man, because that's a really cool piece, and I think we all remember going to maybe our grandparents' house, and it's like it's like a piece of furniture, but you open this door, and it's a speaker, and you open this door, and it's a built-in speaker, and then this one's got the turntable. That's a cool piece. But this, sometimes jealous. things seem too good to be true. Well... Record player, says it radio, eight-track player, all works. They immediately went down to $200, and the fact that it's been on there. For the, the 24 weeks thing is what's really throwing me off. Okay, well, people don't usually seek out that item. It's probably a specialty sort of item for, you know, people just don't wake up and go, hey, I'd like one of those. Maybe there's nothing nefarious going on at all, Daniel. Do you want me to go with you? Mm, no, what good would you do if there was danger there? I don't think there's danger. I'm like your bodyguard, man. They start trouble or something like that. I can't believe the 24 weeks doesn't throw you off a little bit. No, I, I think that it's a, an item that probably a lot of people don't want, and you'll be good with it. But you also, you don't buy anything off Facebook Marketplace, do you? No. So there Never you go. Have, so. Maybe you're the wrong guy to ask. Anyway, I hope you're going to be uh, bring some brass knuckles or something, man. I'm concerned it's a trap, but if you say it's at a store, I don't think it's a store. You should be good. Can I come over and listen to that? Do you have records? Uh, negative. <laughs> well, that's another key component here you're going to have to work on. 98.5 The Bull Weather, provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. 98.5 The Bull, uh, Daniel, not that far away, about 15 minutes away from tickets to see Zach Bryan, such a popular uh, couple of shows here, and you might have waited a little too late. Well, now we've got your chance to get them in time for next year's show coming up at 740. Yesterday, I took my son to the dentist, and... Um, and if you're a parent like that, you can go into the room with them if you want, or you can stay in the, the waiting room and just wait. Well, my son wanted me to come, so I go, and they have, like, a television on the ceiling, so when they lay back, there <laughs> this one little girl. I, forget, I don't know what they were showing. This one little girl who was, like, in the chair next to us trying to get her teeth clean, laughing at what's going on on television. Mm. It's going to be kind of hard for a hygienist to deal with all that laughter going on. Anyway, my son gets done, and, and then they say, hey, now we're going to go sit in this other room. Now, this is the room where they present you with the bill. And it was it was weird. It wasn't like a counter. We sat in an office and waited for a person to come in there and slide the bill over. And, of course, I've got anxiety. I'm like, oh, God, what is this going to be? But in the meantime, they give him a toy. Now, what do you think the dentist gave the kids as a toy as they had to wait in the billing room with me i uh, remember when i would go to the dentist uh, coming out of there you would get to go to the toy chest mm -hmm. and you could select your own toy yeah this they selected it for you huh not as fun but they what was had it? it in a pouch with a toothbrush and then there was also a toy in there what was the toy mind you this is a, a very small office with computer keyboards and computer monitors and diplomas on the wall and things the toy that they gave him to bide time while they waited for the billing agent to come in. This is torture for a kid. A bouncy ball. How's that torture for a kid? Because he can't bounce it in an office with keyboards and diplomas and things on the wall. Wait, the, the office didn't feature a floor in it? Yeah, but have you ever thrown a bouncy ball? It's not like bouncing a tennis ball. These things, they go, they go haywire. And so he starts bouncing that thing, and it lands on the keyboard. And it bounces off the monitor. I'm like, Mac, do not, do not. Look, I bet you lost your temper I was there. upset. I was like, Why? sit down. There's, 
they can't give a kid a bouncy ball in an office setting. God forbid a kid what bounce like a, a ball. Top? You're like, like a spin oh, on the oh, bouncy ball. Oh. <laughs> Come on, man. Who cares? How about like a yo-yo or some yarn or something? He's not a, a cat. Ball. He doesn't want a yarn and a bowl of milk. <laughs> of course, you get a kid a bouncy ball, he's going to bounce it. He'd be crazy That's not to. the worst thing we can give a kid in an office setting. Oh, I know. A ball that he can't control and will well, break things. Well, that's their business for giving it to him. But uh, kind of. But I tried to respect him. Finally, the lady comes in, slides that paper over. <sighs> Even with insurance, dentist stuff is really? expensive. Really? Was it? it? Yeah. Um, you should do like my uh, mom. I went to the dentist once with my sister and my mom. And my mom took my, uh, she was back there with my sister. I happened to be there too for some reason. And uh, the dentist was like, well, Amy, you're going to have to get your wisdom teeth removed. And so my mom then starts to question the dentist. Mm-hmm. She's like, well, cavemen didn't have their wisdom <laughs> teeth removed. Good and then the, the dentist was like, yeah, and cave people died at 30. <laughs> right. All right, Jane, I want to do a quick exercise with you, and then we'll get to Zach Ryan tickets. But uh, if you're at a red light here in Tulsa, and like, let's say you're in the turn lane and you get the green arrow, this guy in front of you, and he doesn't move. Um, I'm going to say the, the light turns green now, and then you give me how long you give them before you beat. Okay. Well, okay. let me know when the light turns okay. green. The light is now green arrow. Doot, doot. Little, little, okay. Like a little. Doot, okay. Doot, like All a right. little. Okay. Why? I got you. I was in traffic yesterday right there at uh, 21st in Peoria, I think, and I, the same thing happened. Light turns green. Guy in the front doesn't move. Guy in the back of him, big old pickup truck. This guy, he's a man's man. He ain't fooling around. He gives him a little time. I will say that. But when he decided to blow that horn, he decided to blow that horn, brother. It wasn't no, like, meh, meh. The guy goes, meh, and went through the whole intersection, the whole complete turn with that, meh. Still doing that, huh? He was courteous at first. It gave him a few seconds. But then when it got down to business, the guy was not playing around. Huh. Which I, I bet it scared the, because haven't you had a situation where you honked at somebody and you were kind of viciously honking at them, and then you got up to the person, it was an old lady? I was driving one day with my sister and my mom, and I said, the next, you know, if somebody else pulls out in front of me, I'm going to just lay on the horn. And uh, somebody pulled out, and I started laying on that horn, like, real obnoxious, you know. And uh, the sweet old lady, I felt, I will never do it again. I felt you gotta so be careful. bad. I know. I was, I, was, too. I was thinking about you when that guy just laid on that horn because I wanted to know who was driving that car. Is it like a sweet old lady? Maybe. But here we go, Daniel. No more delays. For Zach Bryan tickets, we're going to play today a trivia potpourri. Just all sorts of trivia. And we're looking for caller 9. We're looking for caller number 10. 918-879-9898. 918-879-9898. And uh, whoever's victorious today will be going to see Zach Bryan. It's Tiger Daniel, and this is 98.5 The Bull. We'll see you in a minute. Caller 9, caller 10. Zach Bryan tickets are free right now. On 98.5 The Bull with Tyg and Daniel. We're playing uh, trivia today. Just a general knowledge trivia question, Daniel. And we have two contestants with us. Yes, we have Hayden on line one. And we've got Valerie on line two. Hayden, you say you're out in uh, Sand Springs. You say you're a waitress? Yep. Where do you uh, wait tables? Go ahead and uh, plug your business if you want. Uh, It's actually Mom's Diner in Tulsa, but I live in Sand Springs. Mom's Diner in Tulsa. Near La Fortune, right? 
Uh, no, 41st and Mingo. So you got to know what I'm talking about. Yes, yeah, so, sounds like <laughs> it. Uh, go see Hayden at Look Mom's Diner and uh, leave a big tip. Uh, taking on Hayden today would be Valerie. She works in medical billing. Uh, I imagine that is a stressful job sometimes. <laughs> yes, it can be. Insurance companies are hard to deal with sometimes. How much would it cost me if I came in there with a crushed testicle? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> a lot of factors. Hmm. So what are we talking about here? About 100 bucks? Does your insurance cover this? I don't know. Does mine? Well, Google it. I need to look <laughs> into that immediately. It would be covered. It would be covered? Sure. All right. Crush away then. All right, guys. We're going to play some general knowledge trivia here. <laughs> oh uh, the best out of five wins tickets to go see Zach Bryan. This all brought to you by Optimum Complete. We'll start with you, Hayden. What does D.C. stand for in Washington, D.C.? Uh, D.C.? Like Washington, D.C., what does the D and the C stand for? Oh, I have no idea. <laughs> That would be District of District Columbia. Of Columbia. <laughs> Valerie, complete the analogy. California is to Disneyland as Florida is to Disney World. Disney World, that is correct. Valerie on the board taking an early lead. Hayden, what classified area in Nevada is subject to many UFO-related conspiracy theories? Uh, Nevada? I have no idea. <laughs> that would be Area 51. Area 51. Valerie, what type of animal yep. was the main character from Flipper? A dolphin. Dolphin is correct. Hayden, let's get you on the board here. What city is famous for its Bourbon Street? In what city uh, would you find Bourbon Street? Oh, New Orleans. New Orleans is correct. Hayden on the board. Valerie, complete the quote. Go to jail. Go directly to jail. Do not pass go. Do not blank blank. Uh, go home? No, uh, it is uh, do not collect $200 from Monopoly. Oh. Hey, yes. take marshmallows, graham crackers, and chocolate. What do you get? S'mores. S'mores is correct. We are tied up two to two. Valerie. After what holiday is it sometimes considered unfashionable to wear white? Labor Day. Labor Day is correct. Look at me wearing my white. I'm a renegade, Daniel. You are, buddy. <laughs> Hayden, what is the name of Ernie's plutonic, uh, platonic life partner from Sesame Street? Bert. What? Bert is correct. We are still tied up. Hayden has three. Valerie has three. I guess it all comes down to this. What company's mascots have included a gecko, a caveman, and a talking pile of money? Hayden. No, no. This is Valerie's question. Oh. 
Oh, sorry. I thought you were tiebreaker. Not quite. <laughs> can you, I'm sorry. Can you say that again? Valerie, what company's mascots have included a gecko, a caveman, and a talking pile of money? Uh, I don't know. Help her out with that one, Tug. The Geico? Geico is correct. So we're tied oh, up. I was going to say Geico. Why didn't you? I don't know. All right, guys. Uh, Tig, explain the tiebreaking situation Okay. Here. Uh, Hayden, this is what you thought it was. It's the tiebreaker, which means this question is for the both of you at the same time. Don't blurt out the answer. Blurt out your name. That's the way you buzz in. And if you're first to buzz in, we'll give you a chance to answer first. Okay? So here we go. All right. The tie-breaking question is, what entertainment company is led by Vince McMahon? <laughs> that would have been the WWE. We will now move on to the second tie-breaking question. I've lost it here. Hang on. All right, here we go. What was the name of Will Smith's dorky cousin on The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air? Valerie. Valerie, take a shot. Carlton. Say again. Carlton. Carlton is correct, and with that, Valerie has defeated Hayden in the 98-5 The Bull fight. Valerie, you must now make a decision. Will you hold on to these tickets, or will you give them to Hayden, the waitress at Mom's Diner? Oh, man, that's hard because I love to give to people, but also my daughter really, really wanted to go to this concert, so I'm going to give these tickets to her, my daughter. Well, she's decided to uh, hold on to them, Valerie. Uh, Hayden, I'm sorry, bad news for you, but the good news is that you're still qualified. You could win uh, tomorrow, Thursday, and on Friday, we've got double tickets up for grabs. Oh, really? So yeah. we have four tickets. Okay. Well, ladies, thanks for playing, and uh, we can see. Would you like to hear? How about, ladies, would you like to hear some Zach Bryan now? Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's do it. Oklahoma Smoke Show, back again tomorrow at 740. Same tickets, same time, same station. It's Hi, Gadano, 98.5 The Bull. Go on and put on that drag of a blue old pickup truck. You've got nowhere to go, and free tickets again to see Zach Bryan there again tomorrow at 740. Daniel, uh, you're not a sports fan, but they, there was a stunning win the other day where Duke played. Duke is an unranked football team. They're really a basketball school, so they don't have they don't pay as much attention to football. Duke beats number nine Clemson. Stunning upset. And the quarterback at Duke, um, after the game, he's still in his uniform, and he looks right into somebody's camera and asks his professor if he can have an extension on some homework because he's just beaten Clemson. So he, I'm going to play this video here where he's asking his professor, hey, could I have a little more time to get my homework in? You know, we just beat Clemson and we've got this going on. And then the professor posted his own video in response. Mm. And I want you to guess, did the professor let him out of homework or not? Hold on. Here's, here's uh, Duke quarterback Riley Leonard asking for this extension. Professor Taylor, if you're seeing this, please let me turn in my homework late because it's due tonight. Congratulations. So now the uh, professor responds. He says, please let me do my homework later, whatever. Now the professor's on. What do you think the professor decided to do? Let the uh, star quarterback turn in his homework late or tough luck? I think if you, uh, you can't give preferential treatment, I imagine the professor said tough luck. You want to hear it? No. Here don't it reveal it. All, all that set up, don't reveal. I got to. Go <laughs> ahead. 
Congratulations to you and all your teammates, but you know, Wesley Williams and the other linemen who were in the class, they said they prepared ahead and did it ahead of time, so why didn't the quarterback? So no way, man. No extension. Wow, brutal. There you go. What no class way, was this for? Uh, he's in public policy or something like that. So. Hmm. And Duke. Duke's a hard school, so... I guess they don't play around. So poor guy, Riley Leonard. I mean, you couldn't do that. Then you'd have all the students. Yeah. How do you go from beating number nine Clemson and they go, oh, I know what I'll do after this. I'll, I think I'll go to the hotel room and do some homework. That's going to be kind of hard, right? Well, like they should. he should have prepared earlier, I all guess. Right. Wow, look at you. You should have been a professor. Do, uh, did that guy get paid there? That uh, They couldn't, yeah. I mean, I don't know their salaries and things, but if that, that Duke quarterback, if I guess what I'm asking if is, the mayonnaise company Duke came along, mm. I guess I'm asking, uh, are all college quarterbacks making a salary now? I think every pair, player is compensated to some degree, but I don't know the exact numbers. They said that the Alabama quarterback made $1 million last year. So he could be made. And now yeah. he's famous, so he's probably going to get an endorsement You deal. must believe if I got a paycheck for a $1 million, I ain't doing no homework again <laughs> ever. <laughs> Ty and Daniel on 98.5 The Bull. And speaking of money, how would you like even $1,500? That's a trip to the beach or something. It's going to be warm for a little longer. That could be good. Sneak in a vacation. That's exactly what you get when you go to Jackie Cooper Nissan and sell your vehicle to them. You don't have to worry about Facebook Marketplace. You take your vehicle to Jackie Cooper Nissan. They'll pay you $1,500 more than Kelly Blue Book says it's worth. And, um, and if you just want to use that towards a trade-in, you can. They got the Rogues down there. One of the top-selling SUVs at 0% interest. I was just looking up housing interest rates. Still terrible out there. Mm-hmm. I don't know how Jackie Cooper Nissan keeps their interest rate at zero on the rogues, but they do. That's their, don't business. Ask questions. That's yeah. their business. I just want to take advantage of it. I don't even That's know right. the science behind it. Down there to Jackie Cooper Nissan. You can check them out at JackieCooperNissan.com. And um, get your dream ride at 0% at JackieCooperNissan.com. Daniel and I used to have a, a studio that was inside of a bar, like almost a Today Show setup where there was glass and people could look in at us doing our little radio show and stuff. And it was at a bar. And because we worked at a bar, essentially, doing our radio show, we got to know the bartenders. And I would look out there, Daniel, and some days in this bar, and this is downtown Nashville, uh, they would be so busy at that bar that they couldn't even catch a breath. And then I would go talk to our buddies that were bartenders, and I said, man, what a killer day. That must have sucked. And every single one of them used to say to me, no, I like being busy. The time flies when you're busy. Mm-hmm. It's the days where it's winter and it's January. And nobody's going to the bar, you know, at Tourist Nashville that they said were the toughest. They didn't make as much money, and then they, the minutes seemed like hours to them. So these people like to be really busy. Right downtown, we work across the street from Guthrie Green. And I see a guy out there. We get to work very early, and I see him get to work at 6 o'clock. He's a security guard for Guthrie Green, the park downtown. And his job is the opposite of those bartenders, where there's just action all day, and eight hours seems like 30 minutes to these people. Do you think that guy who guards Guthrie Green, do the minutes seem like hours to him? Because he can't look at his cell phone and, like, you know, play Bejeweled or whatever because he's got to be – you know, peering out across the park to make sure nobody's making any trouble downtown. I was going to say I've been fascinated with the guy, this guy since we started working here. I've seen him out there. He's out there every day, uh, and he does not play on his phone. I've never one time seen him on his cell phone. No, he doesn't. He's just looking out over Guthrie Green like he's Clint Eastwood looking into the desert. He's just constantly scanning. And listen, Guthrie Green is not some giant park like Gathering Place. Uh, if you're not in Tulsa. It's about a square block. 
What is it, about the size of a football field, isn't it? Yeah, something like that. And this guy is out there all day, every day, alert and watching like a prairie dog. I don't know how the guy does it. We got to do something nice for that guy. So would you rather be a bar- bartender that can't catch a breath? And work an eight-hour shift or just stand there in Guthrie Green and work an eight-hour uh, shift? Bartender every time. Really? Of course. See, I thought it would be kind of enjoyable. The weather's nice today. You would be so bored out of your mind that you would beg for some trouble to happen just for something to uh, erase the monotony. Well, I had a job where I did nothing, and I liked it. Mm-mm. I worked at a tiny airport. I'm not talking about, like, Tulsa International. I'm talking about out-in-the-country airport. We might have had two planes land a day. My shift was 14 hours. I got there at 6 a.m. and left at 8 p.m. And I didn't do anything. But you're in there watching television, probably watching Mama's Family and all that. This guy's just <laughs> taking it every day, man. Yeah, I, I guess I did get to entertain myself. Sweltering heat. Oh, what can we do for this guy? Man, we should bring him lunch or something. Yeah, I'm sure that's what he wants. Two strangers bringing him lunch. But I bet when something goes down at Guthrie Green, you know, like, because let's just be honest, you know the kind of people that wander around downtown aimlessly. I bet that's like he likes that in a way. Now, it is menacing and... You don't want to see that, but I bet for a guy who spends 99.8% of his time just pacing, he's that's got to be welcomed. But what could we do for him to brighten his day? Keg. I don't think you could have a beer keg out there. We need to make like make adventure happen, like mm. like just like the bartenders said something busy was going stage, on. Stage and incident, right? We should get a flash mob to go up there and just start ripping up bushes, <laughs> make his day fly by. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> <laughs>
It almost seems too good to be true. And by the way, how far is Sepulpa from here when I get off the air? About 15 minutes? Yeah, it's real close. About five minutes. Are you just going to pick me up, take me over there, help <laughs> yeah, me load okay. it up? I'm going to get an Uber drive you. I don't know. I think, though, that if it works like he says and you like it, you owe him 200 bucks. You can't talk him down now. You've already yeah, talked him down Yeah, but that was before I knew bucks. it was on there for six months. Yeah, but that's not his problem. That's your problem. Well, first of all, it's a lady if you stop being so sexist. Okay, the lady's selling her record player. Mm-hmm. You go over there, you give her the $200 if it's in the condition you expected it to be in. Don't be an idiot. For the first time ever in my life, I'm being a bit of a cheapskate lately because I bought this new house a while ago, and uh, the interest rate was so high, like 7.3%, that now it's turned me into a cheapskate. Let me tell you this. It's more work and more agonizing to be a cheapskate than it is to be a spendthrift. I'll agonize over this record player. I'll agonize over the $50 that it drives me crazy. You're like a tightwad. You don't like to spend money, period. Mm -mm. To me, that's more frustrating and more work to agonize and try to find... It's hard to save money. I mean, obviously, it's easy to just, you know, have no discipline and go out and buy everything you want, but then you get yourself in trouble later with credit card debt and stuff. So I'd rather just... You're danged if you do, danged if you don't. I'd rather be danged if I don't. Like, I don't have to have everything that I want, right? Material possessions don't bring me happiness, Dan. You're a record player. I guess that fills some kind of void in your life. Well, I'd like to be able to play records, and you know all the entertaining that I do. And how many records do you have? I've got just, like, one. (laughs) Well, you're in the right place because Route 66 has got all those. That's true, yeah. You know. uh, And records are so reasonably priced right now. They're only, like, $30 a pop. They're, like, collector's items now. 98.5 98.5 The Bull, Tig and Daniel. Got some real heroes in prior this morning. It's 98.5 The Bull, Tig and Daniel. Welcome into Did You See? You see this? That, uh, oh, man, a choking baby. Is there anything more horrifying? I see these videos on TikTok um, where uh, there's a mom and she's standing outside and the police car rolls up and um, you can see that dash cam footage and it's just horrifying. Uh, prior... The police got a call of a choking child, and they were able to save the child's life. This is from News on 6. picture was taken right after prior police officers saved the life of nine-month-old Graceland Bullard, who was choking on a piece of cardboard over the weekend. When the 911 call came in, Corporal Kenny Bennett and Officer Jessica Flood got to work. She dislodged the cardboard with some forceful thrust to the baby's back, and Bennett stepped in to help. Corporal Bennett just went through departmental training on basic life-saving skills a week earlier. It was really fresh in my mind, so, I mean, immediately, whenever I noticed the kid was breathing, I just opened its mouth and I could see the foreign object in there. While a little shaken, the baby survived, and it was a reminder on how important their training is, because knowing what to do can be the difference between life and death. Shouldn't we all just go get CPR training? It's not that hard. Like, I don't want to say hard. It just doesn't take much time to learn, does it? Well, would you need CPR or would you need the Heimlicher maneuver? See, that's what I need to know. I guess in that case you would... I think with choking you do the Heimlich. Press the diaphragm to to force the air out. Mm -hmm. And then sometimes they say, look in the baby's mouth. And it was kind of crazy that they had just gone through that training. Like he said, it was like fresh on his mind. (laughs) So... What a miracle there. So thanks to those officers there. Also, um, Daniel, did you see that um, Oklahoma moved up in the rankings? OSU, like our alma mater, Auburn, not ranked. Not good enough to be in the top 25 quite yet. But Duke, which is not a 
football school now ranked 21st in the nation of football. Oklahoma moves up to 18 at the top. It's the uh, regular culprits, Georgia, Michigan, Alabama, Ohio State. I don't know anything about sports, but I've been encouraging Tig. You know, sometimes you hear about people betting on games preseason and they will win a whole bunch of money. I say Tig and I go on down to the old bookie and we bet about $100 on our alma mater, Auburn University, winning the Super Bowl this year. And I believe if uh, that were to happen, I know it's a very small chance, but if it were, we would be so rich. It's a, it's a zero chance. They don't play NFL. They play college football. Well, it is a zero chance with that attitude, isn't it? You want to bet $100 for a college team to win the Super Bowl? Correct. I'm sure a bookie would take your You'd money. You'd probably win like a billion dollars if it happened, wouldn't you? What you got? It, well, you throw me off here with that uh, sports music, Bob Euchre. Did you see uh, this kid <laughs> on uh, <laughs> at one of those Amazon Alexas? Uh, you know, Aladdin's coming to T-Pack. And so imagine if you're a little kid, if you could just talk to something like a genie in a bottle, which is basically what kind of like Alexa probably is to a kid, right? Uh, this is a five-year-old, bought himself about $1,000 worth of items and toys through Alexa. Here he is ordering some of the items as posted by his dad, Tucker. Alexa, get me a monster truck. It jumps 23 inches off ground. Alexa, add 45 kid spidey walkie-talkies to my car. Alexa, add a little hot tub to my car. Your kid ever accidentally buy anything uh, on Alexa or Siri? No, but I hear about it where a mom will get like an invoice for $6,000 or something. And it, they're like, what in God's name is this? And it turned out the kid had been talking to that robot ordering things. Because I guess your credit card's connected because you got the whole account and stuff mm -hmm. like that. And if you're not careful, those kids, kids are smart, man. They're like sponges. They learn real quick. Oh, yeah. Uh, did you see also, I guess Mitch McConnell's going to be addressing uh, people today about his health issues. They say like four neurologists have looked him over and said it wasn't a stroke. It wasn't a seizure. Uh, I don't know. He's what the guy be. that just went up to the podium a couple yeah, times and he just. Up. What just do you think could be causing him to freeze up like that? I don't know. But, not uh, a physician. Now he's got to address, uh, you know, some mm -hmm. people and let them know. I don't know what he's going to say. That's a really rough situation. Also, did you see this? I told you about one time I was on a plane, and uh, this lady was going to go to her seat, and she gets there, and she finds that the seat is soaked in urine. And she goes to the flight attendant and said, hey, uh, look, this seat here is soaked in urine. And the flight attendant goes, oh, my gosh, hang on. She runs to the back and comes back up with some of those brown towels you get out of the restroom. Mm-hmm. And hands them to the lady. And the lady goes, I I'm not cleaning up the urine. And the flight attendant goes, well, neither am I. <laughs> and they had a little standoff. Little and I duel. thought, this is absolutely insanity that the flight attendant would not clean the seat that is left up to the passenger. Well, another story in the news, uh, Air Canada flight was leaving Las Vegas, going back to Canada, like a five-hour flight. The lady, two ladies, get to their seats. The seats are covered in vomit. There's some vomit residue. The seats are still wet. I guess somebody had thrown up in them the night before or something like that. So they tell the flight attendants, um, we're not going to sit in these seats. They're covered in vomit. And the flight attendant goes, oh, my gosh, I'm so sorry. I guess there was a misunderstanding with the cleaning crew. Uh, so they got them some blankets and put them on the seats. They put some coffee grounds in the seat back. What's that thing called? The, the little pouch. The pouch to try to perfume or mask the scent of the vomit. And the ladies, you know, they weren't happy about this, but they were going to get on there and they were going to accept the seats and fly back home. You know how it is when you're ready to get back home. 
pilot comes on the uh, loudspeaker and says, hey, uh, ladies, you're going to have to get off this plane because you were being combative with the flight attendants. Other passengers on there said uh, the ladies weren't belligerent or yelling. They were, you know, they weren't happy about the situation. Uh the kick, pilot kicked them off. They had I to get off the plane because they didn't want to risk being put on a no-fly list. I think puke on your seat is a reasonable grievance. Am <laughs> yeah. I crazy? Yeah. And they got kicked off for that. But apparently, uh, the flight attendants, that's not their duty to to clean up and things like that. What? Air Canada has since apologized to the passengers. Yeah, dude. I mean, come on. That is out of line. Completely out of line. Well, I would have thought urine would be out of line, too. Well, you know, the reason, like, if you've been on a flight... At the end, they always bring that trash bag up and down about 40 times. Because I think at the end, if you leave your crackers in the seat, I thought the flight attendants, they're trying to get us to do their job in a sense. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? We're policing the airplane for them. So I'm surprised that they wouldn't, vomit wouldn't be on that list of things to take care of. Apparently, if you get on the plane and there's like fecies all over your seat, the flight attendant ain't going to do nothing behind you like a piece (laughs) of toilet paper or a moist towelette. They'll just say, well, I'm not. Doing that, I ain't doing that no matter what. <laughs> 98.5 The Bull Weather, provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. Wasabi powder on them, I'll eat them. And then you told me that it's not actually wasabi powder, it's imitation wasabi. That they take horseradish, dry it out, and make it into a powder and put green dye in it. Yeah, they say when you go to the sushi restaurants that that wasabi is all, um, it, it's all horseradish that's just been dyed green. Have we ever had real wasabi then? Uh, Unless you've been to a super high-end sushi place, you probably haven't. So you're talking about the the green mound of stuff that we see. That's just horseradish? Yeah. Wow. I read somewhere where this guy grew some at his house or whatever, and he was like, it was a real pain to grow. I got it made and everything, and then it only lasted about two weeks, so... If you could figure out a way to mass produce wasabi and make it last a long time, you might be on to something. And then I got curious about other things. I don't eat seafood, but I went to, I think, a racer's once and tried to get some sushi for my wife, and it said imitation crab. So we have imitation wasabi. I said, well, what the hell is imitation crab? What is this? Would you like to know what imitation crab is? I honestly probably wouldn't because I will oftentimes get a a California roll, and it has imitation crab on it. Okay. You want to know what it is? I just said no. Okay. I'm going to tell you what it is. Okay. Thanks for that. We know it's not crab. So what the H is it? According to the internet now, it's a, I'm going to butcher this word, surimi, which is a paste made of finely shredded pulverized fish. What fish is it? It's a Pollock. A Pollock? What is that? Pollock? Pollock. It's Pollock grinded up into a paste. You thought it was pronounced Pollock. I don't know. It's P-O-O. Like Archie Bunker? Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Whatever. Pollock? Whoa, buddy. What do you mean? This is 2023 with I these slurs. I didn't know how to pronounce it. What do you want me to do? Well, let's be careful with the rest of the pronunciation. So basically, they just grind up a bunch of fish. Isn't that what they do with chicken nuggets, too, at McDonald's? It's it, it's not like it's mixed up, and then they reshape it or something? Yeah, something like that. All right. So um, imitation crab, imitation wasabi. We're all being duped, apparently. Tyke and Daniel on 98.5 The Bull. You don't get duped at one place I know of, though, Daniel. Where is that now? Snow's Furniture. They just straight up tell you, 
They don't do the gimmicks where, like, other furniture stores, like, if you buy the bed, we'll throw in the lamp. You're paying for that lamp somehow. Mm-hmm. But Snow's Furniture, he just keeps it simple. Barry down there, he just says, I just offer the lowest prices in town, and that's it. Yeah, he's like, I don't like a bunch of gimmicks, uh, just lowest price. How about that? Yeah. Guaranteed. So you go to the other places, too, and know you're paying more. And, two, they, I saw one place that has a guarantee they'll get it to you within 30 days or something. <laughs> How about I want it today? Yeah, you can just take it home today because the stuff you see at Snow's Furniture is the exact piece you can take home today. And uh, if you don't have a big old truck, that's okay. They can deliver it. Let them pay those gas prices. Snow's Furniture is online, in town, and on Facebook since 1978.